Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is exactly 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, Derek Scott, Brendan Escott, all with you. Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang want you to know about their flash sale out at Brent Ridge Ford. $10,000 off remaining 2022 F-150s. The boys also stay. They're still paying top dollar for trade-ins. They've had a run on used vehicles, and they need more. If you have a vehicle that is in good condition, they'd be happy to buy it outright from you as well. You can call them at 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less. I had but, coffee out there the other day. Yeah, I heard you're nice. wheeling in there. They're doing. A, we're going to have to go up there and go do a show there one time. That's exactly what we well, should do. That's what do. we need to do. We need to do a show there. As we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, and welcome back to the show, our NHL insider, John Shannon, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy legacy Heating and uh, Cooling. John, you have uh, Cam Moon here with me as well. How are you doing? Whoa. Boy, the all-stars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, no. I, well, I, I want to go to Brentwood Ford, too. Brent Ridge, yes, yeah. Brent Ridge Ford, yeah. yeah we'll, Brent, we'll take you. Sorry. We'll take you out there. Uncle Mill would love to see you when you come to town. Yeah, oh yeah, I did. We can do. We'll do a show there. Yeah, we yes. got to do. We got, yes, yes. You, you're figuring it out. It's going to be a Thursday show. That's what we're going to end up doing at some point. We'll get them. Okay, to, I'm in. You're in. All right. Well, we'll fly you out then. Or when you're are you, are you, are you coming up between now and uh, the next month or so? I don't know yet. Maybe. Okay. Well, I'll be the last to know if you do. You know how that works. <laughs> Well, I'll just I'll call you from the airport, Bob. Kind of how I'm like the last guest you'll ever call for the Bob McCowan uh, podcast with you as well. Well, hey, Cam, uh, Cam's, Cam's ahead of you because it's alphabetical. So. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Uh, that's the problem when your last name's Stoffer. <laughs> Apparently, you don't have enough to offer. All right. Hey, let's get to it. Uh, we're, so, you know what? You sit there and we ran the clips, uh, both Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft talking about improving the team defense a bit. But then, and this is how smart our, our listeners are. A couple guys are like, well, wait a sec here, Stoffer. You're quoting a season-long stat of 17th and goals against. What was the team when DeHarnay got brought in at, you know, with halfway through the year? So we looked into it, and they were 13th in the final 40 games of the year, goals against. And then another guy goes, no, 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 no. you got to factor in what happened when Eckholm. If you're talking about bringing back the same defense, you got to factor in what was the impact of Eckholm. And in the final 21 games with Matias Eckholm in the lineup, which turned 33 a couple days ago, the Oilers were ninth in the league in goals against. Now, we know what happened in the playoffs. They gave up too many goals against against Vegas. What would you do? Like, we know the goaltenders are going to be the same. Do they need to swap out one of their, you know, if they're, can they come back with the pairings for the sake of argument of Ekholm and Bouchard, Nurse and CC, Kulak and DeArnay, maybe signing a seventh defenseman so they can get Broberg 40, 45 games at 23 minutes a game down on the farm. Can they, can they come back with that plan? What do you think, John? My gut says that something has to improve. Um, and and whether it, when you look at, at at the breakdown of where that would be, as as strong as DeHarnay was at times, was he a liability in the playoffs? Eh, at times he was. 
Uh, I agree with the Broberg side. I mean, I think that's the one thing that the team learned is they've got to get him a lot more ice time. Uh, and it's probably not fair to do it at the NHL level. So all of a sudden, when you were going 11 and 7, two of your guys probably could use a little bit of a tweak somehow, some way. Uh, and then, you know, one of the, one of the other things is, and, and Bob, I know you know this, is, but, but Cody Ceci, you know, who was a surprise when he showed up from Pittsburgh. I think a lot of people were more impressed with CeCe when he showed up. But last year, the second half of the season, he struggled a little bit. Uh, and so can you get more and better out of CeCe if he's 100%? So all of a sudden, you know what? Uh, I think there's a tweak to be made here and there, but overall I'd live with the defense. You think they can, uh, a tweak, but you think they can live with the defense? Yeah, I, but I, I I don't think you can. I don't think on the, you know, you know, here we are. What is it? The twenty fifth of May. If Kenny has a chance to improve that defense somehow, some way, whether it be through a trade, whether it yes. be through something that happens at the draft uh, with a trade, uh, or in free agency somehow, some way, with moving some money around. I think you have to keep on uh, on evolving your blue line in order to be a, a lot more what I would describe as playoff ready. But not like a major upheaval. No, no, no. no. Well, I don't think you Cam, I don't, I mean, look at the guys that they have under contract. Exactly. I don't think you can do anything major. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that the, the problem becomes is the, you know, the guys that we've talked about are the ones that they can easily move in and out. And so can you, can you improve those guys uh, in the in the short term for a year as, as they get better and mature. And the goaltending, what do you think? Well, I'd like to think it's good enough, but yes, you know, I, I, I think like, I think I think like most fans is that, you know, every time the puck comes across the blue line, I might cringe a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, and listen, Stuart Skinner had a great regular season. Um, Stuart Skinner was really good for most of the playoff games. Jack Campbell, when he came in, did his job in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they're they're still they're still a work in progress, in my opinion. Um, and and that's and I'm not I, I I think Bob's right. I think that they are the two goaltenders, but I, I think that there's still work to be done with both of them. You know, it's funny. I uh, I, I was in watching. Uh, Jake Ottinger the other night in game uh, in game three against Vegas. I I can only think that you know that at times Ottinger in that game looked a little bit like a shell shock Stuart Skinner in the in the Vegas yeah, series at times. That's been a huge surprise for me because I think most of us have Ottinger as a top eight goalie in the league. I I took oh, Dallas yeah. to beat Vegas in the series because of the goaltending and two close games. One and, and maybe you know. And David Staples brought up a degree of luck, and there's there's always criticism when you lose, right? Like we had people criticize McDavid and Drysaddle a couple of years ago after the, and they some some people saying stop for your revisionist history because you're saying they they weren't criticizing their offense, they were criticizing their defense. Well, the problem was the best the Oilers were defensively was when those two guys were actually on the ice. There were some other guys that were getting caved in. In fact, mm -hmm. if you look at the Oilers over the last four years, minus 29, minus 23, minus 22, goal differential, five on five, without McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice until this season, where they went plus 14. That's a sign that the organization improved. Um, but it is, it is interesting that 
Does it just say how fickle the playoffs are? Bobrovsky started the playoffs as the backup for the Florida Panthers. He could win the Conn Smythe Trophy, John. He could. I mean, right now, if uh, if you only have one team in the final, it's either between he and Matt Kachuk, right? Uh, so that uh, um, the the thing is, it's it's sports. You know what you're talking about, Bob, is sports, and 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 it, uh, sports are not brick and mortar. They're not like a business. You know, the human aspect, the human element, the physical aspect, the physical element. Put, change uh, change on a second by second minute by minute basis and it's it's difficult to predict it's difficult to say what's you know what's going on between those ears right now when things aren't going well and, and how much is momentum important and how much is how much is luck important do you make your own luck if you throw enough pucks at the net will you get more luck probably and so that's that's what I love about sports it's not the analysis of, and with respectfully, the the numbers that now are get get pumped out left and right because numbers aren't fun. Numbers aren't fun. Physical play is fun. That's right. Human emotion is fun. You know, you, you know, the the pushback is fun. It's the oh yeah, I'll show you. That's fun. I'll that's show why you. I'm. That's why I like sports. And I'm sure there was a time halfway through the year or maybe three quarters of the way through the year in Florida where fans of the Panthers were wondering about their goaltending. And now they have the best goaltending in the playoffs. Or their general manager trading a number one in two separate trades for players that were no longer there, Ben Schrott and Claude Giroux, and then trading a number one for Matthew Kachuk along with Huberto and Weir. And suddenly, Bill Zito's now up for bad executive of the year, and he's a genius. But, but, but okay, so that, that's a that's a really good point. So, so Bill Zito, after a really, really embarrassing playoff, the his, you know that six game series against Washington, they won. It was, I mean, Washington was on fumes, so they weren't very good. Right. And then gets getting swept by Tampa. Yeah. Bill Zito had enough balls to say, you know what, we're not, we don't have any grit. We don't have any character. We've, we're playing east-west too much. We're not playing north-south enough. So we have to change it. It means you get rid of the coach. That means you get rid of two or, two or three of your best players. Now, he had the chance to get Matthew Kachuk at that point. And he plays Why the ball. Say what you want yeah. about him. He does. Sure he does. Sure he does. And, that, and, and that's, that's well worth it. Now, I say that as a premise. There's another team that went out and a manager that went out year after year after year and was prepared to mortgage the future because he had great players, and that was Jim Rutherford in Pittsburgh. How many years do you say Jimmy at the deadline, Jimmy would go out and get a player here yeah. go and, and, get, and didn't, didn't care about losing a first-round pick or a second-round pick because his core was so good? Well, you know what? Look what's going on in Pittsburgh today. They're paying for it today. And there, and 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 the Bob, the question I have for you is, how many years is Pittsburgh going to pay for it? And so that that's the and, well, and that's you, the challenge. You when you hear anything, like I, I, you know, we talked about Florida not wanting to be in Florida's position halfway through the year. They don't have a number one for the next uh, three years, right. and lo and behold, they're in the Stanley Cup. Like things, that's the thing. It is sport, and things can change. I mean. Uh, it's funny. Do you jo- mortgage? Do you mortgage your future for today? Do you? 
because nothing's guaranteed but will you do you take that chance and that's the, that's that uh, i mean i you heard kenny in his end of season press conference about what he was prepared to do and what he has done the last couple of years in moving first round picks to to improve the hockey club but that but that's that's risk reward there, and the risks sometimes outrank the reward for years to come when managers are gone. I got to read you, you this. Know, Jim Rutherford's gone. I got to read you this text. James texted okay. me to say, back in the 2016 draft, Bob, you talked to no end that the Edmonton Oilers needed to take Matthew Kachuk. I agreed with you 100%. Uh, with that thought, I yelled at the TV watching the Oilers pass on Kachuk. Could you imagine how different things would have been if we had drafted uh, Kachuk? You commented on how his team won the Memorial Cup, and he did it with a uh, sprained ankle. He is what the Oilers missed out on. I hope the Oilers can win the Cup next year. That one comes to us from James. You were Mooner. You were at the Memorial Cup that year. Chris Knobloch called me the night the Oilers won the or came, uh, ended up with the fourth overall pick in the lottery, and said, "Stoff, the Oilers need to take Matthew Kachuk. He just beat us on a broken ankle." He was incredible. That whole London Knights and, team was great. But you know but what? Everybody, part of everybody had, including Calgary, who took a chuck at six because Berkey was with Calgary. He must have said on the show 80 times, we all had Pogliarvi ranked that high too, John. Isn't that crazy when you think about it? Good for James, though, for saying, yep. yeah, I was the guy that was pushing a bit on Kachuk at that time. And then I hated him once he went to the Flames. But then he started fighting a lot, and it's hard to ignore how good of a player he is. Oh, well, I think, and I, I think we've, you know, I think we've underappreciated his offensive skills, and really, what what what's happened to me, and and Brad Treliving lived through this. I was I was traveling with the uh, with the Flames one road trip, where uh, he got into a little bit of an altercation off the ice uh, with a Detroit Red Wing, and he got suspended for a game. Uh, because of it, and 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 Brad Treliving made him come out before the game in Montreal the next night and apologize. And so it, th there's a maturation process that has occurred too, with great talent, with the ability to understand the game like it seems all the Kachucks do. Oh yeah, they got gamesmanship. Um, and, and now maturation. This guy has become a leader. This guy has is has is has taken the mental part of the game and it has risen to the physical part of the game that he's all we already know he was good at. Quick hitter for you. Uh, who's going to be the next GM of the Maple Leafs, John? What are you hearing? Well, Brad Tillerving's here today, um, but I, I I just I just can't believe that ten days after Brendan Shanahan admitted that he had to start looking for a general manager, they would make a quick decision. Okay. I think they can take their time. I I, th I think there's there's got to be, he's got to do more due diligence than just finding one guy that's uh, available and and signing him that quickly. Uh, slam dunk Duba sends up run in Pittsburgh. Yeah, would not be surprised to see a combination of of Kyle and perhaps a, a similar scenario to what we saw in uh, Philadelphia. Perhaps a former Penguin is the president of ho hockey operations. Perhaps Eddie, uh, Eddie, somebody Eddie like, a, like, a, like, a, like Eddie Olchuk uh, being there and, 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 and being a, a great communicator for the, the fans to identify with and, and Kyle is, the, is the, the hockey guru. John, we'll talk on Monday. Thanks for your time. Right on. For Legacy Heating and Cooling, that is John Shannon. When we come back, Camuna and myself will wrap up orders now. 
Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 153 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Get their new boneless wings, 8 for $13.95, 16 for $25.95. You can visit royalpizza.ca. Stop for recommendation, one of the 14 Edmonton area locations. Mediterranean Chicken, also a big fan of the Texan and the Meat Lovers. To list day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. Going back on this date, uh, off the top of my head, ding, 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 38. Eight years ago, Game 3, Stanley Cup Finals. Wayne Gretzky scores a first-period hat-trick. He has a helper. Paul Coffey, four assists. The Oilers beat the Philadelphia Flyers by a score of 4-3. to three. Uh, Remember that one? I do. Camp, were you there? Did your dad take you to that one? Yeah. He did, eh? He did, yes. You're a lucky guy. <laughs> I was. You were yes. a lucky man. Wayne from the Edmonton operation with a hat trick. He was pretty good. He was. Uh, tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, Florida Panthers play-by-play voice Doug Plagans. What a run he's been on. Yep. Weathers on Sportsnet broadcast host Gene Principe. Edmonton Elks quarterback Taylor Cornelius out of which uh, Midwest I school? I have no idea. Oklahoma State. Oh, well, I'm going to go watch him on Saturday afternoon. You are going to go watch Yes. What is with the Saturday afternoon preseason? I don't know, but I'm in. You're in. All right. I'm in. And uh, former Montreal Expos pitcher Mike Johnson. I know Mike's dad. Uh, uh, Mike Johnson on his induction into the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame. He's probably even listening oh, to the show, the dad. Great guy. They that's used awesome. to hang out at Moe's Sports Parlor back in the day. This I coached is... against Mike Johnson. Come on, really? Yeah, yeah. He was coaching Sherwood Park back then. All right. Nicely done. So uh, tomorrow we'll tell you that our guests will include for Abe's Door Service, Elliot Friedman, and for GCL Diesel, Sports and Color Analyst, Louis DeBrusque. We're working on one other uh, guest as well. Hey, Cam, thanks for coming in and joining us for 90 minutes on a Thursday. Thanks for having me. Hey, Canada won at the oh, World yeah, Championships. Give, give, give me the, okay. some upsets today. Unbelievable. Canada wins 4-1 over Finland. Jake Neighbors, former Edmonton Oil King, he had an assist in the game. Latvia beat Sweden 3-1. What? what? Yeah! Germany over Switzerland 3-1, and the Americans beat uh, Czechia 3-0. So Canada plays Latvia in the semi, and the Americans play Germany. It's unbelievable. Now, this has been not exactly a star-filled world, but no, because Switzerland had a really good tournament. Wow. Yeah. That's something. All right. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Evan Cook, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Chelsea on Chad with Chelsea Bird coming up from 3 to 6. We'll be back at you tomorrow. Derek Scott, thank you very much. Brendan Escott, thanks for your help as well. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.